Every day, we get what's supposed to be the news from the mainstream media. With little thought or logical discussion, we believe everything we hear. We're not allowed to disagree or have an adult conversation about the issues. Believe the news or be canceled. We're here to disrupt that idea. Changing the narrative with your host, Cecil Grant Jr. provides the views of an ordinary man on a variety of topics. As a black conservative, he adds entertaining, deep, and profound analysis that should cause you to think about things differently. He's not here to change your mind. He just wants you to think for yourself. And now, here's the host of Changing the Narrative, Cecil Grant Jr. Welcome to Changing the Narrative. I'm your host, Cecil Grant Jr. We're going to dive into the 2024 political season as it is underway. A lot of people are jumping in. Uh, there's a lot of people who allegedly are going to jump in, but uh, uh, it's, it's, it's going to start to become more and more interesting. I think more so on the Republican side, but I think there are things that we all need to look for and pay attention to on the Democratic side. Uh, so Democratic nominees, as we talked about uh, in, my, in my episode where I talked about if Joe is not going to run, who is going to run in his place, well, I was incorrect. Joe did throw his hat in the ring via a pre-recorded video. Um, <laughs> there's a reason why it was a pre-recorded video. And apparently, uh, Sleepy Joe is not going to probably campaign a lot, uh, will not be on the campaign trail because he can't defend his abysmal record as it relates to our country. And uh, yeah... Here, here's here's the problem, and I want you to look back, and we're going to talk a little bit here first about the Democratic Party and what they've got going on. So look back when Hillary ran back in 2016, and it was allegedly her time. And those aren't my words. Those are the words that were bannered about as she threw her hat into the ring for president of the United States, that it was her time, her turn. As the American people, we have to, that, that has to change. That, even, that can't even be the, 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 the words that come out of anybody's mouth. You don't get a turn to be the president. That, that has to be a calling. That's something you, you have to earn uh, from the people of this country. It's not your turn. And she was smug and, and, and all happy and, you know, it's my nobody. Nobody else ran against her except for Bernie Sanders. And I don't know how, because he ran as an independent. Uh, I guess that was different from being a part of the Democratic Party. So they had debates. But as time went on, I began to notice that while the GOP debates were during the week, like maybe on a Tuesday or a Thursday at eight o'clock or nine o'clock in the evening, the Democratic Party debates with Hillary and Bernie were on Saturdays, like at nine o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. Nobody's watching that. <laughs> There's a reason they did that, because they didn't want you to see. Nobody's going to watch those times. And they knew that. 
and eventually Bernie fizzled out and it was all Hillary Clinton down the road. Well, the Democratic Party is going to try to do the same thing this time with sleepy, creepy Joe Biden. He probably, in a different manner, one, he's probably not going to go on the campaign trail because what he, he can't he can't complete a sentence that makes any sense. He he has problems. And it will be difficult for him to give any kind of uh, live events. It'll be difficult for him to be on a debate stage and talk coherently about the issues and debate another candidate. So the DNC has decided there will be no debates. The DNC has basically decided that Joe Biden is the candidate love him or don't love him, we don't care, he's the guy, you know, deal with it. Meanwhile, you've got Marianne Williamson, she's uh, thrown her hat in the ring, as I talked about before in my episode about who is running uh, on the Democratic Party side, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, is in the in the mix, and the, the DNC and the mainstream media do not want these two people making any kind of headway at all. And to me, <clears throat> I wouldn't vote for I wouldn't vote for any of them. But to, for me, those of you who might be listening, who might be of the liberal persuasion, and be looking at a Democratic candidate. You need to listen to this and you need to to look at this and and tell me if I'm incorrect. But the Democratic Party doesn't want you to have a a, a choice. The media isn't giving Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or Marianne Williamson any kind of media coverage at all. Robert Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is probably getting more uh, because he's willing to show up on any kind of any program. Um, but even when he does, the mainstream media treats him roughly. I believe he had an interview on CBS. I can't remember. I don't think it was 60 Minutes, but it was a CBS interview. And the the interviewer was just, well, it's how they are. <laughs> when they don't like you, they make it obvious. They don't try to hide it. And uh, she didn't like him. She didn't like his answers uh, to the questions she asked. And uh, she made that clear. And then because they didn't like his answers, they made an editorial decision not to air his answers because in their view, it was misinformation. Marianne Williamson, I I can't even tell you what she looks like. She probably can't. (laughs) She probably can't buy an interview. If you want to know something about her, you, you, you have to you have to do your due diligence and dig and find and, and hunt to find out you know, who she is, what she's about, and what maybe she can offer the, the, the country. Because the mainstream media is not going to provide you with any kind of information on her at all. It's just, it's just the way it is. And the Democratic Party has discovered that, and you look back on in, in 20, the 2022 election, there were a lot of candidates 
Fetterman in, in, in Pennsylvania. He did do a debate, but that was a disaster. Um, the, uh, the young lady who ran against uh, uh, Lake in Arizona for governor, she, she didn't debate. She didn't, she didn't nothing. That's, that's, their, that's their mindset. That's the way they're going to go. They're going to throw their name out, vote for me or not. I, we're not debating. You're, we're not, because, no, because you'll find out how crazy their agenda is. That's what the problem is. And that's, what they, that's why they're not going to debate. So that's, and to me, that's a problem. That is a huge, huge problem, a huge red flag. Um, you know, especially when you look at, at the Biden, the current Biden administration, um, you, you have to ask yourself, why, why are the Democrats, why is the DNC, why is the media controlling the narrative to that degree, to that extent? And, and we need to find out why that is so we can figure out how you know, how to beat Grandpa Joe. And there's a lot going on with Grandpa Joe. Um, you know, we're finding out we've got, we've got the, the, the debt ceiling uh, negotiations going on now. We've got uh, the FBI being, being outed <clears throat> as uh, the new Gestapo unit here in the U.S., and then we've got the Biden crime family, which lead led by Hunter Biden and all this money and and uh, that's been you know put into their the pockets of the Biden family. Uh, the exposure of those issues is very slow, and in my personal opinion, nothing of of consequence is going to happen to the Biden family and the FBI. I mean, you, you got the FBI? How are you going to do that? You going to the Biden. Anyway, I think the media, both conservative and liberal, are hyping us up to believe that something is going to happen to the Biden family, to the FBI, but nothing's going to happen. And that's that's just just politics as it is. We we the people have have long since fallen asleep and you know, nothing happens. It's, it's now the norm and we just rolled punches and we're okay with that. And, and to me, that's bad. Um, as it relates to Joe Biden, you know, them wanting him to win, them believing that he could win in a general election against a, a, a Republican, and I'll leave it at that and not specifically say anybody. But I think they think he can win. And I'm not sure why. Um, because, in again, here's my bold prediction. If Joe Biden wins a second term, he, will, he won't finish it. And I know that I predicted that he wouldn't run again. <sighs> I was wrong. But I feel like if, if he wins the general election, he won't finish his second term. And then I want you to think about this. If you vote for Joe Biden and he doesn't finish his second term, either due to illness or death or whatever. I want you to think about this. Say out loud, President Kamala Harris. Now spit the vomit out of your mouth uh, from just throwing up in your mouth saying that.
But that's what will happen. That's who will be the president of the United States if he is elected for a second term and doesn't complete that term. She will be handed the presidency of the United States. She won't have to run. It'll just it'll just be given to her. So so think about that. And I'll talk about this more as we as we head into talking about the GOP candidates and and what their strategy needs to be and how things need I feel uh, their approach to this whole uh, campaign season needs to be. Um, but yeah, Marianne Williamson, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. If you're a Democrat, you need to investigate their their policies, their plans, their thoughts. Uh, and, and, and I, I, I really, I really, I would, I would love, you know what I would love? I would love to have a time to sit down with a, with a liberal who supports Joe Biden and who can, can tell me what he has done that has made America better than it was when Donald Trump was president. What has Joe Biden done? So if you know a liberal or if you are a liberal and you want to hit me up, uh, uh, you know, go to my podcast, changingthenarrative.com. Uh, excuse me, Changing the Narrative with Cecil Grant Jr. You can go to my pod page and uh, shoot me a, a message there. Uh, connect with me and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. Well, we can come on 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 the podcast and talk about it because I see I see not I see nothing that this man has done his administration has done that that is making this country better than it was when Donald Trump was president. So moving on to the GOP candidates and the Republican primary for 2024. Again, I have I have expressed my issues and concerns that I have mainly mainly with the media and mainly with voters as it relates to where we're at and where we're headed. And here's what I'm talking about. There are a lot, a lot of people who are absolutely on board with Donald Trump. He could, as he said, he could go into the middle of Times Square and shoot somebody. And it wouldn't matter. The, a lot of us, a lot of you, would still vote for him. And to me, that that's is that for the better of the of our country, or is that because you just like Donald Trump? I've talked to people who who want Trump to win because they feel he was robbed uh, in 2020. And I get that. I get that. But is that really a reason to vote for him? There are a lot of people, and the polls seem to support, that he will become the Republican uh, nominee for president, that he will breeze through the primaries and, and become the nominee. Um, but then, as I, I've stated many times before, can he win a general election against Joe Biden? And I would love for it, it, it to be maybe Robert, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., 
not Joe Biden, but I don't think that's going to happen. <clears throat> so you have to ask yourself, can Donald Trump beat Joe Biden in a general election? Larry Elders was on the uh, Sean Hannity radio program the other day talking about how Donald Trump probably he could he could win the, the primary, but are there are there are women, both conservative, liberal and independent, who will not will never cast a vote for Donald Trump. And he is not going to win the general election if he can't get those votes. And 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 apparently, uh, even though Trump is leading with the GOP as far as in the primary, <clears throat> Biden is leading in a head-to-head -head matchup against Trump. Those are things you need to think about. And I've talked before, Trump's got a lot of baggage. He, he just had this, this trial uh, where he was convicted of sexual, sexual abuse for uh, E. Jean Carroll. She seems like a nut job. Um, he's got the other situation in, in New York, which is complete nonsense, but it's in the news. And there again, it's it's all set and ready to 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 be pushed out at at the right time. So that's there. Um, and he just, he, you know, <clears throat> I think when he, he, he did the CNN town hall event, um, and I think he held himself. I mean, the, the, the young lady who was interviewing him, she obviously had an agenda. Uh, and uh, she, she was probably told what to do and how to do it and try to, you know, try to trip him up. And she couldn't do it. And, um, um, but it, did he win independents? Did he win over uh, liberals? Did he live, win over Democrats? Eh, I don't know. So, so that's my, my concern is that we, and there are a lot of folks that are just, I, Donald Trump all the way, no matter what. You have, you have to stop and ask yourself, can he beat Joe Biden in the general election? You really, you really do. And you have to be honest with yourself. Can he do it? If you think he can, then, then all the way, all the way. The problem that I have with the media is, and it's conservative media as well. I listened to on my way to work, uh, Mike Gallagher's radio program. He's all Ron DeSantis. And all he talks about is Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. Ron DeSantis, as of this recording, hasn't declared that he's running for president. Yeah, he's traveling around the country and going to the hotspots, Iowa, New Hampshire, here and there and everywhere, but he hasn't declared. When you look at various polls, you see uh, uh, Donald Trump, number one, then you see Ron DeSantis, number two, Mike Pence, number three, Nikki Haley, four, Vivek Ramaswamy, tied with Nikki Haley. And then you've got you know, Liz Cheney, Greg Abbott, Tim Scott, Asa, Hutz, Asa Hutchinson, Christy Nome. It until these people declare, 
they shouldn't even be on the poll. And everybody who has declared their candidacy should be counted. And not as the someone else point place. Have they should have their name. They should have opportunity. And Sean Hannity, again, like I said yesterday or earlier, uh, yesterday, uh, he had Larry Elders on his program because Larry is running for president. Larry Elders is running for president. And Sean Hannity did this back in 2016, and he's going to do it again this year. Everybody on the Republican side running for office, he would give them a platform on his radio program. And that gives you, the people, an opportunity to hear their platform, maybe dig into some more, you know, maybe they pique your interest and you dig into to them a little bit more and see, you know, what they're about, what you think they can or can't do, what how they would look as president. Do you agree with their policies or stances, this, that, and the other? And he get and and he gets flack for that. Sean Handy gets flack for giving all of the candidates an opportunity to present their case to the American people. And and to me, that's I don't I don't even get that. Why is that a problem? Why is it a problem to be informed? Why is that a problem? And really, as I said, since Ron DeSantis and Mike Pence have not declared that they're running for president yet, they keep saying they're going to. Any poll should start with Donald Trump leading, followed by Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy. And now you would add in Tim Scott, Asa Hutchinson, Larry Elders. All these other people that you think are going to run or hope are going to run or say they're going to run. You know, Chris Christie is supposed to be announcing. He hasn't announced. So who? I don't want to hear about you, Chris Christie, until you announce. I want to hear about those who said, I'm going to run. I want to hear, and I've told you that my, my uh, support is for Vivek Ramaswamy. I've made a, a contribution to his campaign. And if somebody out there in, in podcast land knows him and, you know, knock on his door or give him a phone call and say, hey, you want to be on this podcast? <laughs> hook, hook a brother up. We, we can get him on our podcast and, and see what happens. But anyway, um, Vivek Ramaswamy. So, you know, he and he is working hard. He is working hard to get his message out, to meet the people. And, and, you know, people will say, even with Vivek, Larry Elders, uh, Nikki Haley, wow, they don't have a chance. What? In 2016, when Donald Trump said, I'm running for president, didn't people say the same thing? Didn't, didn't people look at the lineup of all those career politicians, for the most part, and say Donald Trump doesn't have a chance? And my point here is that it's not up to the media to determine that he doesn't have a chance. It's up to us to we the people. But we can't make an informed decision if we're not aware of Vivek Ramaswamy's position on the issues.
Mickey Haley's position on the issues. We can't make an informed decision when the polls that they're put in front of us constantly talk about Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Mike Pence when Ron DeSantis and Mike Pence have not thrown their hat in the ring yet. They have not. And why would you even have a poll with Liz Cheney's name on it? Jeez, she's she's not. She she, she hasn't thrown her name in the ring. And why would she? Why would she? As I stated before, it's never too early to become involved or get involved in the 2024 election process. And and you, if if you are, you know, 100% Donald Trump, all Donald Trump all the way, or if you're like Mike Gallagher, who is, you know, he's all on all on board for DeSantis. Uh, if you're like me, and you're all on board for Vivek Ramaswamy. That's fine, but you have to listen to the message that the others have. You've got to you've got to take the time to investigate all of the candidates. Compare and contrast them. And you have to look at them and say, listen, who, what, what are their policies, first of all? Figure that out. Who do you like? Who do you, who, who do you think, you know, is going to, 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 to move this country forward? Not for the next four years, but for the next eight years. And then you have to say, <clears throat> after you select that person in your mind, can the person that I want or that I am backing, can they beat Joe Biden? Because that is the ultimate goal. And I think Larry Elder said it just correctly again on the radio show, and I may have mentioned this already. He, he is running against the Biden administration, the Biden crime family. That's who he's running against. And he he that that's that's what they have. That's what we the people have to. We have to be smart. We have to be smart. We have to say, listen. I know my candidate could could win the primary, but will my candidate win the general election against Joe Biden? Understanding probably that Joe Biden is not even going to debate in the general election. Whoever the whoever the Republican candidate is, Joe Biden will not probably debate that person. Because his people know it will be an utter disaster. So can whoever you want, can they go out there and defeat Joe Biden? And during this primary process, and it's been talked about, and I'm repeating it again, all of these candidates, yes, they have to compete against each other. Yes, they're going to have to throw mud at each other and, and push the other people down so they rise to the top. But the majority of what they need to do as collectively is to, to push and fight against the Biden administration. That's that's where that's where their attention needs to be focused. You know, Donald Trump is hammering DeSantis on what's going on here in Florida. That, no, no, no. Mm -mm. 
focus on Joe Biden. There's a there's enough. There's enough to talk about as it relates to the the nonsensical policies of the Biden administration, of the corruption of the Biden crime family, of the corruption in the FBI, all all of that stuff, probably the CIA, the DOJ, all of it corrupt. Talk about that. Talk about the war in Ukraine. Talk about the, the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. Talk about the, 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 the situations with China and Taiwan, uh, 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 China and Russia relations. Don't, don't waste time beating up each other to the extent that we're bloodied while he's walking around unbloodied. And again, I get it. We, you know, if you're going to rise to the top, you're going to have to, you know, stomp on some heads in your own party. And I get that. But it doesn't have to be so, so bloody and beating and, and brutal. I'll save that brutality for the Biden administration. And we, the people, this is in our hands. And we, the people, we can look at all of these. There's so many issues out there. Uh, the transgender nonsense. I'm, I'm just, I'm so sick of that. The pronouns, the drag queens, the, the, the corporate wokeness with, with absolute nonsense, the perceived racism uh, that's out there. Uh, again, it's okay to you know, have black kids killed and shot and murdered, but let one white kid get shot and it's all over the news. Like it's, you know, oh my gosh. And, and those are all just surfacey type topics. But we, the people, we, the people have to get involved. We can't, we can't, you cannot, you cannot wait until the summer of 2024 to start getting involved in the, in the election process. It's too late by then. Register to vote now. Get your family and friends registered and make sure everybody's registered to vote. Make sure everybody is aware of what the pol pol what's going on. I don't want to get involved in politics. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you need to. You need to. And, and that includes me. Me sitting behind a microphone preaching to you is foolishness if I don't attempt to do something as well, become involved, become informed. And as my good friend Jim Feeney would tell you in his book that he wrote about uh, locally grown, that's where it starts. It starts at the local level. It starts with talking to people. And I mean talking, not talking at people, but talking with and to people about the issues. Not trying to change anybody's mind, but just getting them to think for themselves. Pointing out, hey, listen, <laughs> this, this war in Ukraine, I mean, what, what are we doing? Why, why are we sending them billions of dollars? And then, and then apparently we sent them more than we were supposed to because... <laughs> Our government doesn't know how to count. But 
what are we doing? And we bury our head in the sands and we, 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 we watch reality TV and we, and we, and, and we listen to the lies of the media. We believe the words that come out of Whoopi Goldberg's mouth as if she's some kind of, you know, rocket scientist. We don't, we don't, we don't take all of it, take it all in, take it all in, stir it up, think for yourself and come up with a conclusion. Don't just be, I'm all Donald Trump and then be unable to explain why you're all Donald Trump. Because to me, again, to say, well, I'm all in Donald Trump because I feel like he got robbed the last election. You, as I said earlier, just like with Hillary Clinton, it wasn't, it's not, a, it's not something that's your turn. You're not owed a term to be president of the United States. It's an honor to be the president of the United States. And it's something that we, the people, via the election system, place you in the position to be president of the United States. It's not owed to you. It's not something you well, I, I should have had it last time, so I deserved this. No, no, that's not how it works. We need to elect the person, the person that's going to be, that has the best interest of this country going forward, regardless of what side you're on. And if you think Joe Biden is your best choice, fine. Then you back him, push him, whatever. But I would say you Democrats, you need to wake up. Because you got two candidates that you ain't, you are not hearing anything about. Because, because there is a group on your side who says, we don't want anybody else but Joe Biden. So we're going to push these people to the side. You, you, we're not going to make sure, we're going to make sure you don't get any information about either one of them. And that's the way it's going to be. And if you don't like it, too bad. But it's Joe Biden or nothing. And as I said earlier, Joe Biden ain't going to make that full second term. President Kamala Harris. <clears throat> and on the Republican side, Donald Trump, that's it. That's it. Because you're only going to get four years out of him. That's it. That's all you're going to get. DeSantis? Why? Just because the media has pumped him up? Because he's done, he's done some great things in Florida? George, Greg Abbott has done some great things in Texas. There are other, there are other Republican governors uh, out there who have done great things. Why not them? Consider, consider the age of the people that we're pushing forward. And then consider an administration that has somebody like Vivek Ramaswamy, who's 37 years old, Nikki Haley, who's in her 50s. Imagine that kind of an administration. Youth, new ideas. The ability and the energy necessary to be president of the United States. 
And we know Donald Trump has that energy. We know Joe Biden does not. All I'm saying is to do your homework. Do your homework. Because at the end of the day, if you don't do your homework, someone will be trying to change your mind. And will be very happy if you're not thinking for yourself. And then you're going to be stuck with Kamala Harris for your president. Thank you for tuning in to Changing the Narrative. I'm your host, Cecil Grant Jr. Let's make 2024 a year that we remember. Take care. Another fantastic episode in the books. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Be sure to look for Changing the Narrative with Cecil Grant Jr. on Facebook and subscribe to our website for more content. Thanks for your support, and remember to always think for yourself.